Hello and welcome to Testify right here on Hope TV where you look and live. As you know, every other third Thursday of the month we bring you the Asian Testify. My name is Sharon Aitore Wangenye and I encourage you to get in touch with us. Please let us know where you're listening from or watching us from. And uh, you can do that on our WhatsApp line or the SMS line or even through this uh, Facebook or YouTube uh, channel where you're watching us from. Karibu sana. And today we have with us Joanish. I got it right. That's yes, right. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was debate. I was telling him he will have to correct me every now and then. But I see I got it. Yeah, Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're happy to have you on Testify. Thank you. And we are so glad to, uh, well, rather we are eager to hear your story. Sure. So where does it start? Who is Joanish, first of all? <laughs> yeah, Joanish is um, <clears throat> a child of God right now. And um, I've been here for the last um, eight years or so. Mm -hmm. working in Kenya? In Kenya. All right. Working for a Christian organization. Mm -hmm. And um, um, currently attending the church, Sitam Parklands. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, let's talk about you growing up and we're not, uh, and you being an Asian, yet you know Christ and you love Christ and you're serving Christ Jesus. Yeah. So how was it growing up? Where did you grow up and how was it? Yeah. If I were to go back my childhood days, mm -hmm. I should say that, you know, I come from a, club, a place called Chirala. Chirala. It's a small town <laughs> uh -huh. in the southern state of um, Andhra Pradesh in India. Okay. And um, as I was growing up as a child, uh, my family background, it's a mixed family background. When I say mixed family background, mm -hmm. it's actually my grandmother who embraced Christianity first. She's the first one who accepted Christ in our family. But then my father and mother, they were continuing to worship all the gods, Hindu gods. And they used to also have a soft corner towards Christ as well. Mm -hmm. And I remember very well we used to have a prayer room, and in the prayer room, we used to have so many gods, the idols, all the gods, mm -hmm. about 10. Okay. And then even Jesus' idol was also there <laughs> okay. in that room. Okay. I wonder how he looked like. <laughs> <laughs> there was just a table and all, the, all those uh, idols. Huh? Yeah. Um, and then my father... Um, you know, in the morning, he used to take bath and then straight into the prayer room. And then he spends about 10 minutes or so prayer, praying, I know, praying to all the gods. Okay. So that was the kind of routine. But whereas my grandmother, mm -hmm. she stopped worshipping other gods. Okay. And she accepted Christ. And she was attached to a Catholic church. Mm -hmm. And she was very regular in going to the Catholic church. And uh, she introduced me to the church. Okay. And in a way, I think she had a very huge influence on my life. All right. And uh, my father used to work in army. So most of the time, he was away. Mm. Sometimes he used to take my mother also. And I was left with my grandmother. Mm. For the were, sake you, were you the only child? Or you, were, you had siblings? Yeah, we were all together, four. Okay. Uh, but there is a bit of an age gap. All right. Me, I was the first one. Then afterwards, after five years, okay. <laughs> my sister. And then after nine years, <laughs> brother. And then two years, sisters. We were all together, four. Okay. Uh, but when I was young, basically me and my sister. Mm -hmm. and my sister was five years younger to me. Uh, 
so that was the kind of uh, childhood that I had. All right. I also started actively involving in the church activities, and I was an altar boy. Mm. You know, involving in the mass, helping the father. And uh, in the sight of father, I was very good child. Uh-huh. <laughs> he used to like me. <laughs> Even all the nuns also, they used to love me so much. Um, but inside, I knew uh-huh. I was not like that. I was not a good guy. <laughs> what kind of a person were you? Very early in my childhood, I got into some kind of bad friendships. Okay. And... Um, even to an extent, went to an extent, you know, testing the smoking and all that. Okay. When I was eight, nine years old. Oh, wow. <laughs> got into such kind of things. But fortunately, by God's grace, I didn't continue out of fear. Uh-huh. Out of fear. You were fearing parents. God or your parents? I was actually fearing my parents. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because if my father comes to know yes. about that one, uh, that is going to be a very big thing. So <clears throat> I feared that and... Um, and then, of course, meanwhile, we had to move our house from that particular place to, you know, to some distance away mm. from there. That also helped me in a way to stop such kind of fellowships. Yeah. Um, but then, <clears throat> even though I was actively involving in the church, but I never had that kind of peace in my heart. And um, there was always a kind of guilty conscience also mm. because... Regularly, I was there in the church, involving in the church activities, but still I was also involved in other uh, things as well. So I was carrying that kind of guilty conscience. And uh, when I was young, around about 17 years old, that was the time in the area where I was, um, um, where I came from, they were organizing a Bible study. Okay, just before you get there, Jurgish, yeah, yeah. let me take you back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So when your father, your mother mm. were having these gods, um, mm. would you also go and worship or it was something that the parents would do? I used to get into that room, prayer room. Okay. But in my mind, when I am even standing before that, yeah. I was only praying for to Jesus. To Jesus. Yeah. So did you wonder why the different God, did you wonder why the difference or what the difference was between these gods and Jesus? Did you understand? Did you ask? I never asked that question. Yeah. But in my mind, yeah. I strongly believed that it is Jesus okay. who is God. God that again, I think it's because of my grandmother. Okay. You know, my grandmother used to tell me whenever I asked for a story, mm-hmm. particularly at the time of sleeping, she used to tell all Bible stories. Yeah. I was very the fan of David and then Samson yeah. and Samuel. She used to tell all these kind of stories. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So because of those stories also, um, I realized it is, it is Jesus who is God. Okay. Right? Uh, but there are occasions where I had to go to the temples along with my mother and father. Even when I'm in the temple, Hindu temple, I still used to pray to Jesus. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, there was some kind of sickness in my family. My mother had some sickness and even my sister, uh, the younger one. And my father used to consult several people for that. And many people used to advise him, you go to this God, you go to this temple, and if you do this one, mm. then they'll be healed. Okay. So my father was actually taking us to so many places. And they were also, my mother and father were also going to so many temples. Mm. Um, But yet I think nothing happened. 
but fortunately by God's grace, my mother got healed. Amen. Healed because of the prayers. Amen. And the church father used to come and they used to pray and she was healed. And that was the time my father realized that he tried several other gods, but nothing happened. Yeah. But then because of Jesus, she was healed. Right. Um, and then he, he removed all the idols yeah. in my house. And then we only remained with, with the photo of <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, okay. so that way, I think my father and mother also started going to the church. Even though they were not very regular, mm. they used to go probably for festive festivities and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, but whereas my grandmother continued to go to the church. Okay. Uh, so when you were going to the church with your grandmother, your parents did not have a problem with it? No. Okay. They didn't have any problem. All right. Yeah. And who had introduced your grandmother to Jesus? Would you know? That I really, I, I really don't know. Okay. But probably, probably, um, I'm not sure. Okay. To be very honest. Okay. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Yeah. How she came to know the Lord. But the area where we live, mm -hmm. it's a kind of, um, there are so many Christians, Christian families, oh. and there's a church. Okay. A Catholic church is there. Mm -hmm. I think that church played a role in her life. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I hear some stories of um, when you change your belief or your religion and turn to Jesus, mm. your family or your friends, they don't want to be associated with you. Mm. Did that happen to your family? Not really, okay. because in the area that we were living, there were many Christians okay. as well. All right. That way, I think uh, we didn't have that particular problem. All right. Yeah. Okay, well, we can continue with this story. <laughs> yeah, so that was my childhood. Okay. And then afterwards, um, when I was young, around 17 years, I guess, mm -hmm. and that was the time that this organization called, uh, we call it as UESI, Union of Evangelical Students of India. And basically... Uh, the main aim of that particular organization is to, you know, student evangelism. Mm. Um, they used to conduct some evangelistic meetings and gospel meetings and also conduct some Bible studies. Okay. So in the area where I was living, there were a couple of young people, those who accepted Jesus. Mm. So they invited me for a Bible study. I was very hesitant to go to the Bible study. Why? Uh, <laughs> the reason was I thought that being a Catholic, I thought yeah. maybe all other things are not so good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was very hesitant. Okay. I was very, very hesitant. Mm. And they called me several times. Uh, but finally, I went there. Okay. Um, that changed my life. When I went for the Bible study... Um, they organized uh, something called two-by-two two two fellowship, mm. which means that one brother who accepted Christ um, will be paired with a newcomer. So I was paired with one, mm. one senior brother. And these, these two people will go, and then we were asked to go, and then just share your experiences. Okay. So we went out. It was in the evening, I still remember. And then, and of course, he introduced himself to me, and then he asked me to introduce myself. Then after that, he asked me one question. Um, do you believe God? Mm -hmm. And I said, yes, I believe in God. 
And he asked me, who is God? And I said, Jesus Christ. Okay. And then he asked me, what did Jesus do uh-huh. for us? And then I said, Jesus came down to this earth and he died for everyone. Okay. You were doing well. <laughs> I was doing very well, actually. And he was also surprised. Okay. He thought that even I, I won't go to that far. Right. But then he asked me one question that made me think. He said, you are saying that Christ came into this earth to die for everyone. But have you ever thought that Christ died for you and for your sins? Hmm. I never thought about it. And I said, no. Mm-hmm. And then he said, yes, Jesus came down to this earth. Yes, he died for everyone. But he also died for you. For you. Wow. And it is actually your sins and my sins which actually made him and took him to the cross. Yeah. That I never thought about it. And I got stuck at that particular point of mm. time. And I was feeling very guilty because I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Um, at that particular point of time, all those sins that I have committed, they were coming in front of my eyes. Mm. I was remembering all those things. Yeah. And then he said, yes, you committed all those things, but Christ died for you and he's willing to forgive you. And then he, he actually showed me one particular verse. Uh-huh. I just want to read that verse. Okay, eh? please do. And that really helped me. It is in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Mm-hmm. And it says... Isaiah chapter 1. Chapter 1, verse 18. Uh-huh. It says, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Then he told me, Mm. yeah, you are saying that you have done so many sins, but yet Christ will forgive you. And he will forgive everything and he will make your heart pure. But then he told me one thing. Now, what you need to do is that go and spend time in the presence of the Lord, Mm. kneel down and confess all your sins and he will forgive you. Okay. And I felt happy about that one. Mm -hmm. It was on June 24th, 1984, on the evening hour, around 7.30 or so. Mm -hmm. And he asked me to go go home and then pray. Did you know how to pray by that time? Um, Of course, the same thing he said. He asked me to just go and uh, And you know what you you have done. Just confess your sins and ask the Lord to forgive you. That's what he said. I was very good in reciting the prayers. Mm-hmm. but not so good in actually, you know, having the personal prayer yeah. as such. I never had that kind of personal connection with the Lord. Mm. But he told me that this is a very important step in your life, but this one, the devil will never like it. Devil will try to stop you doing it, mm. but then do it. And then I said, okay, I'll go home and I'll do that. So I went home. Surprisingly, that, that particular day, mm. my house was filled with so many guests. Okay. I thought I'll just go into my room and then lock it and then pray. Yeah. And then confess my sins and ask the Lord to come into my life. But it was not possible mm-hmm. because it was fully crowded because of, uh, I think there was an engagement of my cousin. So all those, you know, all the relatives, they came okay. and occupied the house. Okay. But then I remembered his words. 
He said the devil will try his right. best to stop me from doing it. Yeah. Uh, so then I went to the terrace and um, I knelt down. And that's the time I confessed all my sins and I asked the Lord to come into my life. Amen. And let me tell you, when I got up, my heart was filled with a great joy. Unspeakable joy. Mm. I can't really explain. The kind of joy that I experienced on that day, mm. I felt as if all the sins, everything, the burden has been taken away completely. I felt so light and uh, very joyful. And uh, since then, my life changed. Amen. Yeah, completely changed. The way that I was looking at the people, yeah. the way that I used to address the people, I used to be a bit rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Everything changed. <laughs> Everything changed. The yeah. next day, I'm, uh, that day, I think from that time onwards, I'm completely a new person Amen. in every aspect. Amen. Um, so it was on June 24th, 1984. Mm. And uh, I was doing my first year degree. I just finished first year degree and I was having holidays. Mm-hmm. And then on July 1st, the college is going to start. I was actually, I couldn't wait for those six days. To end. <laughs> to end, so that I'll go to the college and share my experience, mm-hmm. what I have experienced to my friends. Right. Um, so that's how actually I gave my life to the Lord. Amen. And since then, God has been with me. All right. And has been helping in each and everything in my life. Okay. Yeah. So did you share this with your family? Yes, uh-huh. I did. I did. Um, Unfortunately, it was not very well received okay. in my family. Okay. My father was very upset. My mother was not happy. Mm. Even my grandmother was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She was also not happy, okay. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, that is because that... Um, her fear is that I might move away the church that I was attending and then go to the other church. Yeah. So that was her concern. Okay. So she never wanted that. All right. But I felt that, you know, I was not able to really get the spiritual food there. Then I thought that I should attend a church, uh, which really helps me yeah. to grow in the Lord. Okay. So God helped me to connect myself with the church, very similar to Sita. Mm. Uh, which is based on, you know, biblical foundations and all that. That church really helped me yeah. uh, to grow in the Lord. Okay. And secondly, also, again, the ordination that I told you, and we call it uh, USI, but in short, we say Evangelical Union. Uh, that fellowship really helped me as well. Mm. They used to conduct some discipleship training camps, leadership training camps, yeah. and I started involving in those things. And then that's how, you know, my spiritual journey began. All right. Yeah. Okay. So I remember you said um, at some point you were involved in smoking. Yeah. I don't know if there's any other thing you tried, alcohol maybe. (laughs) (laughs) No, not that. Uh, Okay. Yeah. But But I used to be very rough. Yeah. um, In the class with the students and all that. A lot of arguments, a lot of quarrels. And um, used to... You know, in India, basically, people love watching movies. Yeah, (laughs) Bollywood. And um, that became a kind of, um, 
I should say at one point of time became a slave to that one. Okay. And bunking the classes, you know, going to the movies in the nights and telling my parents, you know, I'm going to study with my friend, yes. but then I'll end up somewhere, uh, second show in the midnight, you know, with my friends. So such kind of things I was involved in. Okay. Know. So how did it, how, how did you, you know, leave this uh, kind of habit mm. or these kinds of habits here yeah? and this kind of a person that you were was it instant was it gradual it was in a way as i told you on that particular day um since then i put a stop to it completely to all these things wow. so i should say it it's an instant action it was a radical change it was a radical change yeah even though even though um, I was influenced by one of my friends who accepted Jesus mm -hmm. and uh, he was going to the church and he was very prayerful and he stopped watching movies and uh, he stopped watching, you know, involving in all other bad things and all that. Yeah. And I used to wonder in my life, how is it possible for this guy particularly to stop movies, watching movies yeah. <laughs> those days. It's a very big thing. Yeah. In fact, at one point of time, <laughs> I tempted him and I took him to a movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't understand how he can stop. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I couldn't understand how it was possible for him. All right. And I tried a couple of times, but it was not possible. He would say no? Or what would he do? You know, he stopped. He stopped, but then me, I was very naughty, as I told you, that one day I tempted him okay. and I took, to, took him to a movie. Okay. But he was very unhappy. He didn't enjoy the movie and ah. he came back and said, if something happens to me, I will go to hell. Oh. So he was so guilty, but I felt so sad seeing him because it is me who took him to a movie yeah. when he stopped everything and he was following God. Uh, but that also, you know, I also felt a bit guilty by doing that. Yeah. Um, so this, is, this happened a few months before that, before my actual conversion. So right. that guy also had some influence uh, on my life. All right. So I was watching him and, uh, and uh, had a desire to be like him. Yeah. But it was not possible until this particular time mm -hmm. when I had that experience. Amen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Just hold it right there. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in a few moments. Please stay with us. Welcome back. If you just joined us, you are most welcome. This is Testify. We continue with the story of Joanish. Yes. All right. So we left it at where you had given your life to Jesus. Yeah. And you say your life takes this different turn altogether. Uh, so, so now walk me through the life after. Were you pursuing a certain career, degree? And then how did your life turn out later after that? Thank you. Yeah, you know, as I told you earlier that after I accepted Jesus Christ yeah. and um, had that experience on that day, mm -hmm. I had a tremendous desire to share the same news, you know, with my, all my friends. Yes. And in their sight, I was a very bad boy. And um, first day we went to the college on July 1st, you know, six months, six days after mm -hmm. my conversion. And I wanted to talk about Christ. Yeah. And unfortunately, that day, they declared a holiday because one of the students died during the vacation time. Oh. So they declared it as a holiday. Okay. 
but still all of us we went to the college then my friends immediately said oh joanesh let's go to a movie and i said no <laughs> other time it was me who was yeah. actually taking them to movies then this time you say no yeah, this time i said no they couldn't believe oh, why are you saying today is a holiday let's go i said no yeah. and i stopped watching movies and they didn't believe it uh they didn't really believe and um, they said no i'm uh, then i asked me what's the reason and then i started talking about christ this is what happened mm. but even then they didn't believe they didn't believe and then they went then afterwards you know i started talking about christ to my friends okay. almost regularly on a daily basis and initially for first one week they didn't believe Mm-hmm. they thought maybe this guy just simply talking yeah so But by this after, time were you reading your bible i was reading my bible yeah. i was um, praying yeah and um, and you pro- probably were sharing what you had also had from the fellowships you were attending fellowship yeah. attending the bible studies yes. uh, very regularly okay and then going to the church um, and um, yeah so i was experiencing christ Amen. in my personal life okay. and then then every day that was my prayer lord help me mm. to talk about you at least to one person wow and uh, had a tremendous desire to talk about christ to all my classmates i was in second year degree that time uh, there were about 68 students mm-hmm. my desire was that i should share the all gospel with all of them <laughs> amen and then we were conducting some evangelistic meetings from the organization student organization yeah and i started inviting all my friends actually at one point of time if we are conducting a meeting half of my cla- uh, class was there uh-huh. and um, all of them are hindu friends uh, out of 68 only 3 christian christians all other 65 or wow. hindu friends wow. okay. but still they used to come yeah. they used to come um they observed me very clearly and they realized that there is a change in my life and i was completely a different person um so that's how i was able to uh share the gospel with uh, my friends yeah but at home my father was really not very happy and he was not allowing me to go to bible studies mm. um i had a tough time at home and he used to put a lot of conditions if you come after 9:30 i will not allow you into the house and then i know that so I, what would you do <laughs> <laughs> i told them okay if you don't allow me i'll just go the outskirts, uh, outskirts of this town yeah. and then i'll spend the whole night in prayer okay. and then come and my mother feared that i would do that <laughs> so one day i went after 9:30 yeah. 10 o'clock everything is open then <laughs> it was not closed <laughs> my mother used to love me of course everyone used to love me my yeah. mother grandmother my father but they just tried that but it didn't work out but i told them very clearly you know earlier i was going for movies second shows and all that. yeah and you would let but me. you never stopped me because i lied to you right. i told my mother the same thing but now i am doing a good thing i am going for bible study or i am going for a, a meeting yeah. a prayer meeting and i am doing good thing so why are you stopping me mm. but my father used to be still strict because his fear was that i i will neglect my studies uh-huh. okay so his focus was that one yeah and then you know the way that god helped me 
and that was in the second year degree god gave me very good marks mm. and i got 99 out of 100 in accountancy subject oh. and i actually stood first in the in my class i got the marks sheet went home i gave it to my father i said daddy these marks are not my marks is <laughs> given by god <laughs> this is my mark sheet yeah. he looked at that for some time he started still looking at that one he couldn't believe he was so happy of course outside he said oh there's still one more mark <laughs> 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 but he was very happy okay. but since then he never objected wow he realized now in fact god is really blessing me even right. in my studies as well yeah. in fact that also helped me to be a good witness um with my classmates and all that right what uh, had happened what brought about the high marks did you pray <laughs> did you study hard <laughs> i was just god's supernatural will <laughs> i think i definitely can say yeah there is an extra blessing right god's blessing it doesn't mean that i did not study or yeah. completely neglected i was doing it uh, but equally i was involved in all the meetings and all that god's grace was there um uh, and god helped me to plan my studies very well mm. and having that kind of some kind of plan and accordingly to study uh, that also helped me right but on top of it i should also say but it was not the case the other two years it was not the case yeah. i didn't really get good marks in my what do you call it's uh, grade 11 and 12 yeah. uh but now um i never never expected that i would reach to that stage where i will stand yeah. first in the class um i should say god has given me wisdom mm. um but i will attribute so much to the lord as well the fact is that particularly on this particular exam that yeah. i was doing yeah. it is accountancy subject uh, accounting subject that's where you score more marks mm-hmm. and that helps you to you know in percentage that is really helps you okay. to get more percentage so that particular exam when i went there i got the paper and uh, i didn't know many of them oh and i started i was looking into it i said oh my god this i don't know yeah. then started attempting and then trying to do it the second question i don't know i actually kept my pen and uh, the paper on the table i started praying uh-huh. in the exam <laughs> lord please help me i don't know about this because some of them are out of syllabus okay okay it was a tough paper unfortunately yeah but something you know i did that and the all the other questions also i attempted mm-hmm. uh, i didn't have any satisfaction whatsoever but then i came out of the uh, exam hall yeah. my tuition master was there and he asked me johnish what did you do how did you do i don't think that i did well <laughs> i told him but he asked me you share your answers you know in accountancy you can you can you, you can actually know whether what you have done is correct or okay, not okay yeah okay i shared the answers this is the answer for this first question second question and all yeah. he said what all that you have done all right. is correct wow so that is why even now myself i can't really attribute everything to me 
it is definitely a divine intervention on that. Amen. Um, yeah, that of course I have also experienced it even in the other uh, exams as well. Mm. So that's where that's why I say it's God's blessing. Amen. Uh, it is God's blessing. All right. Yeah. And then I think I was telling you I had a desire. The way that God fulfilled my desire to share the news with all my classmates mm. is that one day uh, it was an auditing class. It is on the third year of degree. And there was one guy who came into the classroom. Mm. Uh, he wanted to you know, beg for some money. And some of, the, some of the students, they gave small coins and all that. And they went. My lecturer... He didn't give anything. Mm -hmm. And one of the naughty guys, he raised and asked the lecturer, you see, we are students, we don't have money, and yeah. we still gave some coins. Yeah. How come you have money and <laughs> you didn't give anything? <laughs> and he told that, you know, even when you want to give money, you should not be doing in certain season, according to Hindu customs. Okay. Okay? Yeah. He said, if you do now, maybe in your next birth, you will be born like a pig okay. or a dog. <laughs> That's what he believed. Okay. And then I kept quiet until that time. Then I stood up and then I said, Sir, is there a second birth? Mm -hmm. said, yeah, there is a second birth. Um, then he started talking about it. Then for some reason I asked, how do you get saved? There's a topic came. Then I, I took that particular sentence and I asked, how do you get saved? Then he said, okay, um, you only say. That day, I explained about mm -hmm. how we can get saved. I don't know how I was able to recite one sloka. Sloka means it is like, a, you know, from Hindu, Hindu uh, holy books. Uh -huh. There are some verses. Huh? Okay. Uh, it is called Sarva Papa Pariharo, mm -hmm. Rakta Proksha Navasyam, Tadraktum Paramatmena Punyadana Baliyagam. Okay. It means, uh -huh. Sarva Pava Pariharo means for the remission of, uh, for the remission of the sins of mankind, um, the blood has to be shed. Oh. But that blood uh -huh. should be from a holy one, not from a mankind. Right. Only with that blood, the okay. sins of mankind can be forgiven. So that is the sloka, that is, that is the verse uh -huh. from the Hindu Upanishads. Yeah. And I actually uttered that one. And I said this, and I asked him, what is the meaning of this? And he said, you only say. Uh -huh. <laughs> then I said, it is Jesus Christ in the history of mankind who came down to this earth, who is a holy one, and he has shed his blood for the remission of the man, you know, sins of the mankind. Mm. And so he is the savior. If we accept him and we confess our sins, and he will give us the salvation. In fact, it took almost 50 minutes. The whole class on that day, the same thing. The same thing. Amazing. And all the class, you know, all my classmates, they were really able to listen to it. And um, that way God, you know, fulfilled my desire right. of sharing the gospel to all my classmates. Yeah. And, um, but unfortunately, in his subject, I did not do very well. Mm. It is an aud auditing subject. And pre-public exam, it's not the main exam, pre-public okay. exam. All of us appeared for that one. I didn't get very good marks. But out of 68, only eight passed. And I was one among those eight. Okay. But I didn't <laughs> get very good marks. Uh -huh. But this lecturer was not very happy with me. And in, in a way, you know, 
the way that he talked to me, as if he was saying, oh, Johnish, I thought that you will get so many marks, but what you got is nothing. In a way, he shamed me in the class. Okay. But I told him in the class, in front of everyone, sir, for the main exams, I will try my best to score more marks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so on that particular exam, I still remember, I went to the exam hall, I forgot my hall ticket. You know the hall ticket, hall, without hall ticket, you are not allowed to write the exam. Mm -hmm. I went there, and I was so tensed, and then somebody helped me to go to the administrative office to get the hall ticket. They allowed me. Okay. But I lost almost 40 minutes out of three hours. Yeah. I still, you know, finished the exam. I was not at all happy. But you know what? Interestingly, mm -hmm. you passed. I stood first again in my class. Wow. In my college. In that particular subject. Wow. You know, I don't know how. Even now, I can't really believe. Yeah. And I took the marks list. And I know it's God who gave me that. Right. I went into one of the classrooms, knelt down, I prayed, and I thanked the Lord for that. Immediately, I wanted to go and see that <laughs> lecture. Right. Yeah. I went to him, to his chambers, and then I realized that he was not there. The other lecturer was there. I asked him that, about that lecture. He said, oh, Juanish, you don't know? I said, uh, what? You know, this lecture, you know, he went to... Uh, you know, another city, Hyderabad, and then he died. Oh. Got a heart stroke and he died just oh. a week ago. Oh, wow. I felt so sad right. that day that I wanted to go and show him I got good marks yeah. and it is God who gave me. Right. And I also wanted to thank him because of that thing that he, uh, he told me that, right. you know, uh, I took it as a challenge, and then um, God helped me to get more. more. But yeah. then he died. Oh, sorry. But again, I realized at least he also had an opportunity to hear the gospel. He did. He did yeah. in that particular day. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I think, you know, um, as I was a student, God was helping me uh, in every aspect in my studies. Mm -hmm. He helped me. And then, of course, when it comes to marriage, and the way that God helped me, you know, finding his will, mm -hmm. and then helping me to marry uh, with a good believer again, right? And then with the children, um, yeah, I have been experiencing his grace. There are so many tough situations in life, but in all those circumstances, God has been with me yeah. and helping me. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So you were, what was your degree? What degree were you studying? I did, I finished my BCom, it's a day, commerce degree, and then I went for an MBA. Okay. But I also went for another master's in commerce. All right. Yeah. So did you, did you pursue that line of career mm. or did you now work with a Christian organization uh, like you are right now? That's a very good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good question. Yeah, of course, I finished my MBA and then... I went to this city, uh, uh, it's called Hyderabad, and that's where I settled now, for a job. Mm -hmm. And I was looking for jobs. Uh, I didn't try for more time, maybe two weeks, I guess, I tried. But then one day, one person mm -hmm. introduced me to this particular organization. It's called World Vision. Ah. Okay. Yes. I never heard about World Vision. This, the, my friend... 
he just he was passing by and he wanted to meet the manager world vision manager okay and he asked me just to accompany him i just went there with him that's it okay. i didn't ask him uh, i didn't ask him to introduce me to him or i i didn't even know about the darnesh yeah. so i was sitting there in the hall and he went and talked to that uh, manager and he came mm. but when he was coming he also came with the manager i don't know what he told him about me okay probably you would have mentioned to him that this man has finished his mba and is looking for a job okay then that man he didn't ask me anything straight away he asked me uh, what's your name young man and i said my name i say immediately the second question is will you come for interview monday it was on friday i don't know what that darnesh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I said, you know, I could not say no. I said yes. Yes. Monday, but then I went home and I said, oh, why did I say yes? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was praying. I didn't have, you know, peace of mind, and I realized that it's a Christian ordination, and probably if I go, it's a different line. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, I was thinking that maybe only if you have a full time call, you have to go. Yes. So Monday, I didn't go for the interview. You didn't. I didn't go. Okay. But then this man, I don't know what happened with that man. He called his secretary and told this guy did not come for the interview. <laughs> <laughs> you find out why. Okay. And then she called me and asked me why. Oh, sorry. Somehow I I told her that day it was not possible, okay. so I didn't come. Then she said, he is asking you to come next Monday. <laughs> Will you come? and i said okay <laughs> but next monday also i didn't go for the interview you didn't. <laughs> i didn't go for the interview <laughs> then again then again she called me yeah. this this man is really persistent you know he didn't understand why i'm saying no yeah then again she called me and asked me you know he's asking you why you did not come but again he's telling another date and they gave another date this time i was praying I was praying just to find out whether it is God's will for me to go in this line or not. Okay. Because it's completely a different line. Right. Right. Yeah. And um, I was very troubled in my heart for some time, but then God gave me peace of mind. One day God spoke to me through His Word, mm. and um, then I said, "Okay, let me go." Okay. Third time I went for the interview. All right. But interestingly, when I went, He did not immediately call me in His room. he made me wait more than 5 to 6 hours <laughs> okay <laughs> punishment or what punishment because yeah. if it was the other time would have left yes i would have waited for half an hour and i would have left yeah. but this time god spoke to me <laughs> so you had to wait so i had to wait i waited then after everybody left the office he called me and he interviewed me for 2 and 1/2 hours and he told me why he made me wait yeah Uh, because you know so many people he really wanted to talk to me whether i really am interested or not but anyway interviewed me i didn't do very good interview to be very honest yeah uh, but then afterwards he said okay you have to go for another interview in another city and there you will be interviewed by many directors and uh, so we'll tell you i said i thought first of all i will not pass <laughs> this interview <laughs> Then anyway, afterwards, uh, I I was asked to go to that place, and I was interviewed by about six, seven directors, and then finally, it has to go to for the country director. So, 
went through. Okay. Uh, to be very honest, I did not do any of those interviews very well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even now, I wonder how I got the job. Yeah. <laughs> but they gave me the job. So that's how actually I... But the reason why I took it up is I believe that it is God who is calling me into this organization. Uh -huh. That's why I stayed with the same organization until now. Wow. Even though I joined there in India, but I worked in several other places. Countries, yeah. Countries, wow. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So we're drawing towards the end of the program. Mm. What, what, have, what has God taught you in these years? Of, I know he has taught you a lot. Yeah. Just yeah. maybe a few things that you can share with us. What have you learned? Mm. So many things, yeah. in a way. One thing that I've learned... Um, if Christ is with us, you can face any situation in, in your life. Amen. You don't need to worry about anything. And sometimes, you know, there are several times in my life, you know, when thinking about the children, future, or children, education, and all those kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but if we really believe that Christ is with you, he can really help in each and every situation that you face in our life. I have faced several tough situations in my life, but in every situation, he was with me, and he helped me to overcome those situations. Mm -hmm. So that is number one. Yeah. And if Christ is with you, don't need to worry about anything, and he will take care of you. Amen. And he knows your future, and he'll help you. So that is the main thing. And the second thing is, for every problem that we have, mm. I believe that God has given only one answer. That is Christ. Amen. <laughs> Christ yeah. is the answer. Amen. For every, every situation or every problem uh, in our lives. And I have thoroughly experienced it and experiencing it yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so those are the main lessons um, that I've learned. All right. Yeah. Please speak to an, uh, someone from the Asian community who mm. is watching us today. Mm. What would you tell them? This, this is your camera. I would say that, you know, I never thought that when I go to the Lord, Jesus Christ, he would really transform the life to this extent. Initially, I saw him one among many gods. Mm. But when I went to him, when I accepted him, asked him to come into my life, the way that he transformed my life, oh, I can't even explain how it has been done. And um, I remember very well that some of my friends, they said, this guy may be like this for two months. Then afterwards, he will go back. Mm -hmm. Then nobody believed. But this is more than 38 years now. Amen. That it's all because of Christ. It's all because of his grace in my life. And um, so that's what I want to say. Yeah. You know, anybody for that matter, even if you're facing any kind of issue, as I mentioned, there is a solution in Christ. Amen. Um, so that's what I would like to say, my Asian brothers, yeah. that if you are dealing with any issue in your life, test Jesus. Mm. 
and he will transform your life. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank Joe you. Joe and Nish for coming. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. We pray that God will bless you. You're welcome. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Wow, what a story. I pray that you're encouraged, your faith is stirred up, and that your life will never be the same again. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Testify. Please remember to get in touch with us through the numbers that appear on your screen or our social media platforms. My name is Sharon Aitore Wangenye. May your faith in Jesus Christ keep growing.